bit of a rough go of it at the moment, especially down here in Victoria. There hasn't been a whole lot to celebrate, but for the next 45 minutes, gentlemen, if you're driving your car, you're in your backyard, you're hopefully you're not out, we're going to just have some fun for 45 minutes. Take your mind off it because footy is just starting to spice up. We had the we finally have got a grand final destination, a location, of course, at the Gabba Brownie. Richo, how are we? Good, thanks, Hummer. Yeah, very good, Richard. Very, very, very good. What did you think, Nate Dog? Did you like it? Uh, His intro? Brisbane? No, going to Brisbane. Did you yeah, like? I thought they deserved it, the Brisbane uh, people, the Queensland people. So well done to Brisbane. It's going to be great up there. Weather's always good. Weather's perfect. Uh, look, it would have been great in Perth as well, but it is in Brisbane. It's it's definitely the, it's right, the right decision, thing. isn't it? Because it is. Queensland, when the AFL were on their knees, they were stuffed. Mm. The Queensland government said, "Just come up, come up north. We'll look after you." And we did. And they're unhappy in Perth, though. Mark McGowan and Ooh. all the guys over there. He, he, I, I think that he turned the AFL away from it, though. I, I think that his cockiness and his confidence and you know, playing hard to get comment. I don't think the AFL liked that. No, they didn't. It's really strange the fact that he sort of turned them off because they've got the best stadium in Australia. Let's be yeah. honest, Optus Stadium. Yep. Why wouldn't they be super keen to showcase that stadium? I thought they would have jumped all over it. They didn't, and Queensland have uh, picked would it up. Would it be fair to say that he's the reason that they didn't get the grand final in Perth, and while Dan Andrews is the reason why we don't have it down here? Dan Andrews is responsible for a lot, but we're not going to get into it because we're trying to be positive. We're not Brownie. political, Hummer. We're not political. We're not the brains, and it just gets us too angry, but... Uh, there, obviously, there's a big commercial sense to it, though. For the, like, there's no, the AFL need cash at the moment, and the, so there must be a way that the Gabba somewhere in there's been a, a deal done where there's some serious cash going into the AFL. Conference. Oh, of course there is. I mean, Gil said yesterday that all of the states actually stacked up pretty evenly when it came to the economics. So there was only one choice. Queensland have basically propped the game up this year. It had to be there. And they're going to have like a festival of footy up there for the whole of September up in North Queensland. There's games in Cairns. So they're going to spread it around the state. The grand final cup's going to tour Queensland. So it's fantastic. What it does set up though, Brownie, and you're a big racing man. You didn't used to be since joining Sports Tech. Yeah, hasn't he jumped <laughs> onto oh it lately God. though? Mm. <laughs> for a fill up tomorrow. The 24th of October. October 2020. Cox Plate Day. It's going to be Cox Plate Day into AFL Grand Final. Now, if that is not, now just because. Oh, we're both on here, Channel 7. Both on Channel 7. If we're allowed to have mates over. And, and well, we won't be. October 24, you that, might. That you is might. going to be one of the all time great days. Well, it's a can fill up just, at both ends. You just you know, it's a fill up on the punt and it's a fill up when you're drinking with your mates imagine as well. Imagine hitting the quaddy at Mooney Valley on Cox Plate Day into a, just a, a grand final And picking the first goal scorer. Oh, it's just going to be some messy people by the time the ball is bounced in yep. the AFL grand final, though. Well, because it's at night. Now, of course, the night grand final has been something for, for touted for as long as I've been alive. They've talked about the prospect of a night grand final. Now, for me, I have never understood why we have this, why it's even a discussion. Grand final day itself is one of the most iconic. Oh, you want it to be days. at night or day? No, I, no. no. I, because then they keep saying, well, look at the entertainers we'll get. Look at how much different the halftime and the, the pregame show is going to be. You know, it, it turns into the spectacular. Who gives It's about the game. Who gives a toss about halftime yeah. entertainment? I don't I'm, care if I'm going to see. We live in an entertainment very, industry, um. I've always been on that sort of path myself, Rich, with the day grand final. I love it. I'm probably a bit old-fashioned in that regard. But if ever they were going to do it, it was this year, wasn't it? Because it's going to Queensland. Things are going to be different anyway with the Cox Plate and, you know. So I'll ask you a question, Matthew. Yep. Does that, if it works, yep. night grand final, I believe it works. I, I, I like we know what's the fact of having a night grand final. 
Yeah, it's going to work because the TV ratings will be correct. Through the roof. So That's then the next the... year, do they sit there and go, "Well, the night grand final was probably the most, the best spectacle we've had." Yeah. Do we keep the night grand final? You no. Know what I would have said no if it was a normal world, but it's not. And the amount of money that's gone out of the game, Nate, I think in the next two or three years, wherever we can pick up extra money, and it's going to be different at night, they're going to make plenty of coin out of it with the TV. So I think we do whatever we have to do in the next three or four years. You know, the biggest thing they can do is just get the biggest act they can possibly get. Imagine, it's got to be a Queensland act. But imagine having ACDC come to the Gabba well, and play before be the grand final. Now that would cement a night grand final forever. I'd be happy with that. Because ACDC being ACDC, yeah, they are. they're still better at night. I know that they're still the same band, but you watch them at 2.30 in the afternoon or you watch them at halftime or pregame at 8.30, yeah. 9 o'clock at night. What's better? You want to watch them at of night, course, don't yeah, you? Of course. But and it's, it's not about the band. I correct, understand that, a, but it's about the whole package. It's an entertainment package. They've never done a major sporting event either, ACDC. They're not going to do this one either. No. I reckon it'll be We've actually got a market on Sportsbet, Powderfinger $1.65. Violent Soho. They are very... Amy Shark. Are they big enough? They've got Amy to be Shark. Queenslanders. So with the three of them, you get Violent Soho, Amy Shark, Powderfinger. That's a good little set. 400 media personnel, gentlemen, jumped on a flight. There was three flights. Three, 400? Seven, three, seven, well, 400 in total, including AFL staffers and family. It was players and, you know, and family. Yeah, a couple yeah. of players. But 400, or more than 400. Three, seven, three many. sevens. They just, they just jumped on. It's like those movies, right? Think of like um, Deep Impact where all the, the rich and the affluent get to go into the bunker and just the rest of us, out. we just got to just cop <laughs> the title away. They got on the last plane out of Victoria. Two of the biggest names in media in this room are not in Queensland. What's going on, gentlemen? Did you get asked, Nate? Be honest. Uh, yeah. You did. Oh, four you kids. Got... Four kids, Hummer. No, that's the question. Did, did you, you get asked? Yes, I did, uh, uh, Matthew, but uh, <laughs> oh, I declined because <laughs> I've got four kids at home and um, I don't reckon I'd have a wife and four kids if I went away for a month <laughs> uh, and she's left doing the homeschooling yeah. down here on her own. So it's just a lifestyle decision for me, Richard. Oh, I didn't did get, get asked. Oh. didn't get asked and... Have not even looked like being asked, but I'm, I'm like you. What chance have I got of going up to Queensland for a month? You could have taken the, the Dale and the daughters. No, I don't think so. Do you, an eight-week-old baby at home, I'm no chance of going to Queensland. It'd be good, it'd be good fun up there. So they're going up there. You know, you're, you're Tommy Morrow. I, I mean, a lot of journos were already up there. But Barrett, the next Barrett's one. gone up there. Has he? You know, he's staying in the same hotel as the Western Bulldogs, and I spoke to him oh, the other day. He's oh, genuinely scared of seeing Luke Beveridge at the buffet. So they what still they? don't get along? Don't, that, no, they right. hate each other. Oh, Beveridge hates him. They were, Absolutely hate him. Wow. Yeah. Damo's open to some sort of reconciliation, but uh, beverage, uh, uh, beverage hates what him. What actually started that? R- the Talia brothers. Yeah, ah, they gave out information before um, the 2015 final between Adelaide and the Western Bulldogs. That's where it all started. So if you guys aren't going up, do you think, will, will you go up beforehand? Because normally your media responsibilities, you are two of the biggest names, you would be working on no, grand final day. I think what they'll do, Hummer, is they'll use talent, Channel 7 who do all the finals uh, on TV, they'll just use talent that live in other states. So you've got Hodgie up in Queensland, so he'll be there. Jude Bolton... From Sydney, he can go up. You can, can people from Sydney get into? I'm not, I don't that, think so. He might so. be able to, but Adelaide and Western Australian talent will be able to get up to Queensland. So you so. wouldn't quarantine for two weeks if you got tapped on the show and said, Richo, we want you for the biggest well, day in sport? It would depend on what your employer wanted to hammer and. I doubt will they? That I, will I we doubt be it. in a position when we've got commentators calling the grand final or special comments from a television? You've got to be. you got to be there on grand final day, don't you? Surely. You would have thought so. Yeah. So you're not. So you're all done for Triple M. Uh, yeah, I won't be calling it Triple M. No. Who went up? 
Uh, I don't know yet. I don't know the answer to that. I don't think that everybody... I think there's still another flight to go up, so I think there'll be more people going up. I think you'll find that some of the big-name callers will be up there on the day. <clears throat> They'll go up on the next flight. I asked if I could go up. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. <laughs> it said, who the hell are you? Uh, speaking of the Gabba, of course, I mean, you guys, you've gone there a lot for your work. You would have played there. How how different is this going to be than MCG in terms of the whole spectacle, well, where, the media centre, what the entertainment's going to be like, what the ground's like? I mean, we've got, got 30,000 people on grand final day. If it's not a Brisbane side, it's... It's going to be predominantly Mate, corporate. Support. It'll still be good, though. Um, it'll still be a good spectacle. It's actually, if you go up to the Gabba, it's it's, it's a mini MCG with mm. the way the grandstands are shaped. Obviously, just not as many people. I think it can get 40. A lot of Victorians expat live up there, though. Yeah. It's a big migration over the last 20 or 30 years. I think it'll be great. The oh. whole week in Brisbane will be fantastic. And you know, 4X instead of Carlton Draft as well. Do they still drink Nothing a lot of 4X, 4X up, though? There's, yeah, a lot of, there's a lot of options No, up they there love now. 4X gold up there. They love it because you know beer. why? Because you, and it's a mid-strength, but because it's so hot up there, they start drinking at 10 a.m. Yeah. And you can just keep just knocking It's the number back. one selling beer in Australia, 4X gold. Is it really? Yeah, it is. They drink a lot of it up there in Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are. If you're starting at, if you're starting at 10 a.m., just, yeah. oh, I wouldn't imagine yeah. that being in the sun, just sipping off 4X and said so we're down here at this. Rich, it's not the MCGV, the Gab, but we're just... Wrapped that we're going to have a grand final this we year. We are. They've done a great job. Now, a side that is definitely not going to feature in the grand final and probably not a grand final for a number of years, the Hawks. You're a Hawks fan. I'm a Hawks fan. I'm confident that, like, there is definitely an element to of, of, Hall, of Clarkson and, and tanking. You, like, it, you'd be mad not to suggest, suggest otherwise. I think the are game you saying Alistair Clarkson is going to tank? No chance. That's a silly I'm saying, say, I'm saying that Alistair Clarkson... And the Hawthorne well, Football Club would not be trying. Hawthorne, Brownie reckons Hawthorne will win this weekend. So there's no tanking going on at Hawthorne. I think they're a huge chance against the Saints this week. So you pre- – okay, so t- talk us through that because you did and rightfully so predicted Adelaide would win. Would win but now you're suggesting Hawthorne – Well, the reason Adelaide well, – they had a 10-day break and Hawthorne were close back-to-back games. Now, every time you think Hawthorne's had a really bad loss, go back and have a look at yeah. the following week. Clarkson somehow – gets them up yeah. and the players respond. They want to respond for one week and then they go back to what they were, um, status quo. But I think this week it's a massive danger game for the Saints. Look, there's no doubt they, they have to go to the draft, but Clarko's talked about this week. It's it's that compromise this year with academy picks from, mm. from uh, the northern states and it's probably going to be the most compromised draft we've ever seen. So it makes it hard for the Hawks to go in. I know he's right complaining time. about that now though, but... They've elected not to go to the draft in previous years. Do when they the draft, need to go there then? When the draft ha- they definitely need to go to the yeah. draft. But when the draft has been good, they've elected to go after yeah. top up. And it's worked for them. They're obviously, David Hale, Brian Lake, all these guys. Yeah. But the second round of players they've tried to get in haven't worked because I just think they got to the tipping edge and they went over the went over the cliff. Whereas the first part worked, second part didn't. So they probably should have already been to the draft and maybe they don't need to rebuild as much as they do. So I, I I know that Alice has complained about that, but I'm not sure he has the right to complain about it when they haven't gone hard at the past. draft in the yeah. past. And now they have to. Now right. they have yeah. to. Chad Wingard, where's he at? He's had a pretty good year. Still very highly rated as a mid-forward. You don't agree? It's a Hawks man. <laughs> no. I, given how good he was, I mean, what what happens? To, and, you know, I have Burton for him. You know what yep. I reckon? The first game that we did this year at the MCG against Brisbane when Hawthorne had a really good he win. He was... He looked ready to yep. go, Chad. And then we had that period where 
there was, what, seven or eight weeks where we had off before we restarted? Yep. I mean, I reckon that hurt his momentum. He'd had a huge pre-season. Mm. So you just, I reckon Chad's ready to go next Chad's year. a player that needs his club playing well. Chad's yeah. a player that gets front on runner. the end of it. He's not a front runner. He is the cream on top. And I'm not saying that he doesn't perform when his side doesn't perform, but I think the difference between when they win and they lose, Chad's different reflects that, and I think he's a much better player. His form reflects the club's form. Yeah. yeah. Leon Cameron. Whereas the Dangerfield, if Geelong get beaten, Dangerfield most yeah. often is probably their best yeah. player when they're beaten Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Leon Cameron, and I'm going to say, I'm going to put the word remarkably in front of this sentence. Remarkably has been offered a contract extension of two years. Why? Right. Well, do you think, has, has he... Coached him to a grand final last year. Hummer, he's the only coach that has coached a team to a winning final in the last four years. GWS... What, what do you expect? GWS, won that, in the that, last list, four years. that list is one of the greatest lists that we'll, we will see in AFL history in terms well, of on paper for what they have achieved, which is nothing. They've achieved a f- winning final and prelim finals in the last four years. Doesn't matter. They still have not won a it's grand final. It's hard to final. win and a grand are, final. They are in all sorts at the moment. GWS. No, they're not. They are. They're not. Would you have offered him, if you were, would you offer him yeah. a, a contract extension? What's the, what's the better option? An untried coach. He's a proven winning coach in finals. There is no better options out there. The only coach in waiting that anyone would look at at the moment Ross Lyon. would be Ross Lyon. So you're going to tell me you're going to take an untried coach like a, a Reece Shaw or a Matty Nix or someone like that, which clubs have had to do because there was a lack of options out there, mm-hmm. yet Leon Cameron, who's coached his side to final series in a row and a grand final, right. and they got to that grand final on a plan that he put together to be aggressive in the final series, and then they got I there and they, out of they, they, they were on their you knees know, already. You know what I reckon we do here in the AFL is we – everyone – each year, there's 18 teams. Only one team wins the grand final. The other 17 teams are seen as failures. So I reckon we judge it too harsh. In America, they're professional football teams. They judge yep. them on winning seasons. So if you win over 500, you're seen as having a winning season, not too bad. I reckon, we, I reckon we've judged Leon's coaching a little bit too harshly. What about the game against Sydney a couple of weeks back when they were just – it was you Yeah, know, they, had a, they had an they, ordinary game. Everyone's had They one. had no game plan. They had nothing. They towed up Frio last week and they'll win this week against Carlton. You watch. Now, Richo, Fox footy. Now, of course, we've all, you know. Well, this caught my eye. Partners. Because we started something. In fact, be careful. We're we're media partners. I am just, well, that's what you hear me. I pulled myself up just then. Don't (laughs) don't call them plagiarists or anything like that, Richard. That's what it's got on the rundown. Fox. Fox plagiarise what we did on this no, program. What happened was I was looking through Twitter and you saw it, Hum, I, I alerted you to the yep. fact. I was looking through Twitter the other day and, you know, I was a little bit uh, bored and I came across a tweet and it was asking for, Fox Footy were asking footy fans to nominate a movie that would encapsulate their team's performance this year. Now, <laughs> I am 100% certain that you brought up this very idea on this very podcast It was my week. idea and we what? did it a week ago and all of a sudden Fox... Hey. A tweet. Get your own stuff. Get your own material. It's just lazy. (laughs) They didn't even try and try and shape it. They didn't try and change it or anything. Well, they could have at least acknowledged that it was. (laughs) Oh, Brownie, Richard, and Hum and the boys. uh, We thought we'd throw it open to all our family as well. No, no, we're just going to rip it off. We had a good idea for once. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Richard, what's doing your head in? And it's doing my f***ing head in. You know it's doing my head in this what, week, Matthew? and, I'm, and I, as I've said, in? I've tried to be positive lately, uh, Nathan, yep. because it's a tough time in Victoria. We know that, but you know it's doing my head in. Stats in footy. There's way oh. too many stats in football now, and it was proven last weekend once and for all that a lot of stats mean nothing because 
the official AFL player ratings. Okay. It's proven once and for all, has it? This is proven once okay. and for all. Okay, well, you listen to this. No, no mate. I haven't heard yet. I'm, 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 I'm this is devastating news for the stat game. I oh, know, this is devastating <laughs> for the player. <laughs> Ash, Ash Chu is just but like rolling around the floor. A lot moment. of people in Engaged. football look at these player ratings and go, these are the be all and end all. So last week after the Frio GWS game, I'm looking at the official player ratings, Nathan. The official. I, right, the official player ratings. And I get to number 44. So the 44th ranked player on the field uh, against uh, Frio and GWS was a player called Jake Riccardi. He was the oh. 44th ranked player on the wow. ground. So how? So I looked at his stats, all right? He had nine marks. He had two contested marks inside forward 50. He had four goals. He had 15 possessions and he received six coaches' votes from the two coaches. He should be number one, yeah. Matt. Yet he was the 44th ranked player on the ground. So How? What? I don't know. That just sums up these. Did they get ratings. it? Was it an error? Surely that's a that's a typo. They have come out and tried to defend their ratings, saying that no. uncontested marks don't count and blah blah. Contested marks are massive though, and goals are massive. Nathan, any mark inside 50 counts, and he kicked four goals and took you six marks inside. I reckon they got it wrong on the ground. With so four stats goals. are doing my head in, Hummer. Hey, a I'll tell you hey, before you get one stat they should add. There's one stat that they don't have in AFL football right. is fumbles. How many times a side fumbles a ball when they don't need to? So they probably have it as I'm not sure even if they have it at the moment. It might be a mistake. But if you have fumbles, you yeah. would find a winner and you a loser lose. every time. You should lose. Do they still do clangers? Yep, yep. Still they still got still clangers. A fumble's like a clanger, though. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, a couple of weeks ago, we, we launched into the lifestyle side of things on this podcast, Brandy. We've had a few different topics. We've spoken about food. We've spoken uh, about annoying We've things that a, you might you might do. So we are branching into some new territory. Now, did you have a Croxton uh, chicken? I didn't, but burger? I got sent a message on Instagram during the week from a guy who said that he, on the back of this Croxton show, Roosters. went to Croxton Roosters and had a, uh, a schnitzel had, burger. Had a schnitzel burger and it was the best schnitzel there you burger go. he's ever had. Thank so you. there you go. Big shout out to our sponsors <laughs> nice. there at Croxton. Now, like him, mate. Mm. now, as you know, we I've been swapping merchandise for reviews because it's, <laughs> you know, it's probably not very ethical. For likes. But it's well, immoral. For, likes, for reviews. But, you know, I'm just in giving some encouragement to our listeners just to right. go on there and give us because that helps us get up the charts more people listen. Helps your profile. Helps my profile a little bit, but here is one comment that we got during the week of review. And now I can assure you, the merch is going out, but this bloke is not getting a single strand of any right. merchandise. This is from Crack Mad Madu Eleven. Love it. He, he's given it five stars. Absolute ripper. I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I wait for this every week. Richo and Brownie bouncing off each other and ripping in is great. Hummer has his moments too. But Christ, does Hummer have tickets on himself? Take that weasel laugh of his too. Please tell Hummer to stop shoehorning his local footy rubbish into genuine AFL tales. Very self-satisfying. Mm. Any news oh, is good news, Hummer. How is that for with him, Matthew? <laughs> you do have a healthy opinion of yourself, really. No, and you I do don't. have that cackle of a laugh that he spoke about. Yeah, what's about a weasel too? laugh? A we- do I have you're, a bad you're laugh? A <laughs> I think he's saying you're a weasel. Oh, right. it's not a, if you want to be compared to an animal, you don't it's want to be a compared to a weasel. It's not a tiger or a lion. No, it's not. Like a little weasel. Hey, um, All right. We're being, that's, so he's not getting any merchandise. If you want merchandise, it has to be a glowing review of all three of us. Weasel's at the bottom of the barrel. That is bad, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't think I had a, a problem with my laugh. No, now I'm self-conscious about it. Hey, we're spending a lot of time on Netflix. You're spending yeah. a lot of time out in your bungalow on your TCL. 
Great television for TCL. If they want to send one my way, I will happily put it to my <laughs> 600 followers on Instagram. But you had a good question during the week. What shows have you had to rediscover? Because you, I've, so, I've gone through the catalogue and watched everything, so you need to start going yeah. back to some old stuff. Well, you go – and this second lockdown, I went through all of the new stuff basically yep. on, on that first lockdown. So the second lockdown, I've been revisiting a few TV shows. I found one new one. I'll give you – have you seen Ted Lasso? Yeah, it's good, good, isn't good. it? Oh, that's on um, – it's, it's on, on Apple, Apple TV. Apple, it's, a, it's, a, it's an English soccer-style uh, show. It's really good. It's funny. Um, but I've gone back to a few old ones, Nate, over this uh, period. I've gone back to Ray Donovan. Gee, that's yeah. a good show. Oh, You like that? I do like Ray Donovan, yeah. Yeah, Mickey Donovan. He's yeah. one of the great characters, John Voight. Um, the Mighty Boosh. Did you ever watch The Mighty Boosh? I never got He'd into it. He's been big on this. Yeah, it's I've really – I've gone back and watched the whole three series again. Get into The Mighty Boosh. You'll love that. Uh Ben Mendelsohn movie, Nate. I don't know you like Animal Kingdom, the Australian mm. movie. Have you ever watched the American TV series Animal Kingdom? I started it. it was, Couldn't get into it? I was a little bit – because I love the first one because I'm a bit of a crime buff. Right. I, I love You like the crime. Aussie movie? Yeah, I love the movie. One of Ben Mendelsohn's early movies, Idiot Box. Was it yeah. Idiot Box? Idiot which one's Box Ben Mendelsohn? Really is he the, um, the – Aussie actor, Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, which one is he? Uh, is he the older, a bit older one? Is he the oldest one in Animal Kingdom? No, hard to <laughs> yeah, describe. He yeah, he's the older. He one. does that anxiety ad. He's yeah. very good. So get into Ang- Animal Kingdom, and I found myself the other day, and this is a bit embarrassing, but I started watching the A Team again. Remember the A Team with Jesus? Yeah, I thought that was the back. greatest show on earth. <laughs> that, so I find when you watch stuff from years and years ago, like you sit there and you go, oh, geez, why did I love it so much? They don't How did it stack well. up? It hasn't. Dated as well as I thought it <laughs> they might don't, be. Uh, anything that has any special effects or like anything Knight like Rider. that. Like Knight Rider. Yeah, Knight Rider. They don't age well, those ones. Like the, the one, any, any special effects or anything like that, they just, you cacked. I cannot go I love Mr. T though. I had, I had this real thing for Mr. T after Rocky Three, Clubber yeah. Lang. So I love that. And uh, I'm going back to Breaking Bad. I'm going to watch the whole of Breaking Bad again. That's a good shout. Yeah. I watched Rocky Three the other day. I watched the whole uh uh, four seasons of Peaky Blinders again. Yeah, I love Peaky Blinders. Six, that is that is one of the best shows you'll ever watch. Richard. You'd love Peaky yeah, Blinders. Right up your alley, Matt. Right yeah. up your alley. Yeah, yeah, they're so never. violent, aren't they? Mm. They're, all, they're so sweet. I don't they drink like so same. much scotch. I've never watched The Sopranos and people are just oh, cannon me for it. That's a must. I'm going to get into that as well. And my kids have been watching this thing. Um, it's called Henry Danger. And for some reason, I'm into it. Like it's a Henry Danger. What is it? it there, there's a cartoon. <laughs> it's no, nah, it's not a cartoon. There's these two guys. They're both. He's a superhero. He's got a sidekick, and it's a kids. It's a kids show, but it's really well made. So if you've got right. kids out there, Henry Danger. Okay. Say, so I'm I'm going to an era. Probably, I'm going to say you were probably a bit old for. You might have enjoyed it. One Tree Hill. Now, One Tree Hill had it. it was big in two thousand and four, five, right. six year era. What's it about? So just, I mean, it's just like a high school, right. high school one. Chad Michael Murray's in it. Sophia Bush is in it. Uh, the rest, I don't know who their names are, but it. I put a, a poll out on Twitter because yeah. do you remember the OC? The, yeah, this I was around the, the same time. as Misha Barton. Yeah. Misha Barton. There's Misha Barton. But I did a uh, did a. Poll. She's lost the plot. Actually, <laughs> she's <laughs> completely lost the plot. Um, I did. There's a there's a girl in One Tree Hill called uh, Brooke Davis. Right. She's the character's Brooke Davis. Do you have and then a crush there was on also a yeah, big time. And then there's um <laughs> there's Summer Roberts from the OC. So I, I put a big poll in on, on Twitter to see which one, because they're very similar right. brunettes. They're not and this is not just about appearance, it's their whole their character yes, it like is. that. I... And Brooke da- <laughs> No, Brooke Davis absolutely won right. in a uh, esteem. Another show that you just need to get around, Friday Night Lights. 
Yeah, I've seen yeah, I've that. Seen that. Is a very, very good show. What a bad movie! The movie they tell me it off. one person that grew up in the eighties and nineties and didn't have a crush on Winnie Cooper out of the Wonder Years. Oh yeah, yeah. Which ones? I don't even know who that is. The Wonder Years. Have never a look seen at that. the Wonder Years. Huh? See, mate, we're a bit just, older. Just not on our level. No, what about the Love older. Boat? Did you watch the Love Boat? No. You know what I tried to find the other day? You'll remember, this might even be before your time. Oh. Remember as a kid growing up, my mum watched this show called Dallas and there's been a yeah. remake of it since, but the original Debbie. one with Larry Hagman, I'm going to get, I'm looking for it tonight. Debbie does Dallas. Um, Richo yes. Brownie, the show, the, the segment that got stolen from us, from our friends at Fox. So we've Clinton. rejigged it, haven't we? We have rejigged it. Now, have you we got have, a few more this week? We have. We've got some songs this week. So uh, I thought, what, what song could you roll out into your footy club? And I thought the, the song Happy from Pharrell, every yeah. time I see Geelong play, they're all happy. Everyone's happy. Tommy Hawkins is happy. You're on top. Danger's happy. Everybody's happy. So they're happy down That's at the, the Cats. That's the way to play, though. You've got to be happy. Big fan of Leon, uh, uh, Kings of uh, Leon, not Leon Cameron, Kings of Leon. They've got a song called Dusty, so I thought we'd just throw that in for Dusty Martin. Yeah, but good. a spiral staircase, I just thought we could use that for the North Melbourne Footy Club. Um, Gold Kings Coast Suns, Smells Like Teen Spirit from Nirvana. Yes. They're, got, they're full of those teenagers at the moment. There's a few more that have come through. Um, Elijah Taylor um, obviously got rubbed out. B-52's Love Shack. That, that came through. Um, where, what else have we got? The AFL Junos, Marvin Gaye. I heard it through the grapevine. That one's not yours, just to clear that up. No, well, I, said, I, said, I said these have been sent through. Lockie Hunter obviously had the car accident earlier on in the year. Tracy Chapman, fast car. <laughs> <laughs> And footy in Melbourne, Simon and Garfunkel, Sounds of Silence. I had one sent through to me and they said, Richo, this encapsulates your career at Richmond through the 90s and early 2000s. Stuck in the middle with you, always <laughs> nine. Good movie too. Uh, this is for your team, Hummer. Oh. Get back, the Beatles. Ah, yes. Get back to where yeah. you once belonged on the bottom of the ladder, so oh. you're going back there. Mm. And The Pretender. Now, we, the Foo Fighters, oh. The Pretender. Essendon. Oh, that's not mine. There you go. And if you are watching, you'll just see that uh, we got to rehash a photo of Brownie there for this sponsored no, it's good. music <laughs> segment. It's good. But that's there's another. That's Brown's Kirk Cobain. There is another photo. photo in the midst. Now, Richo. Yes. Week one, you delivered. You gave me a slab. I told you I would be bribed, hum. Week two, you didn't bring one, and I released. It was uh, this is almost just a shot across the bow. It was just it wasn't a very offensive photo. You know what? It, you I'm happy you off. released that. I got a little bit of positive feedback. You about did, that one. but I can it's assure it's you, I can assure you, Richo, <laughs> I gotta give you one last chance because this photo that I'm about to show today, viewers, I'm going to show you today. You are not going to get positive feedback. It is going to be an embarrassment. You have. I'll give you one last chance. Well, I haven't got any beer. I'm not. Well, I'm keeping the furfies for myself right. now. As always, you know the drill. If you are listening in through just a podcast form, head across to Sportsbet's Instagram page or Twitter page. We will have this photo up. This is the worst photo that we have ever seen of anyone in this. <laughs> <laughs> what are you selling here, mate? Oh my god! What are you doing? I've got no idea what I'm doing. What do you got curls in there for? And that, what that, are you, you're making like that. that, that American style whale tail goatee. Yeah. 
What's that? I can't explain that. So that, just those did you get paid? Did you get those paid that are this? listening, just to describe this photo, Richo is sort of he's got he's got ro- those old school rollers <laughs> that that old ladies used to wear in like the My 80s man used to, to put their them hair. In their hair. He's got this strip. What is it like a strip goatee that goes down from his <laughs> lips straight down like a thin? And he's making this face that like you might see on like an album cover or something like a punk rocker's making this this face. Yeah. You know who got me there? Dodgy. The same photographer that was Michael it? Dodge. Michael Dodge got me. Michael that, Dodge is one of the greats. He's that, got everybody. He just – you get into the studio with him and that was from a magazine called Sports Weekly, which was around 95, 96. And I rolled up at the studio and he – I don't know, he has this sort of – he can manipulate you into doing things, Michael Dodge. And I rolled up there just thinking I'm doing a normal photo shoot in my footy gear. Half an hour later, I had my hair in rollers. What? Now, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He convinced me. So, he's a great salesman, Michael. Gee, did you get paid for that? Didn't get paid a cent. <laughs> <laughs> did All you right, like the, the little goatee? What about it? It that was, was coming straight bring down. Bring it back. See how Jen they likes were, it. They were massive in the mid-90s. Those <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> see if Jen likes it. <laughs> she don't like it. All right, Trumpet Award next. <laughs> Unchanged leaderboard last week. The Crows did go to eight votes ahead of Steel Sidebottom and six, who's hanging on. Collingwood five, the umpires four, Port Adelaide four, Dan Andrews three. He deserves more this week. Lockie Neal on 15, Tom Hawkins on 10, and Toby Green on nine. Head the best ons. Richo. Okay. Uh, we'll do the best ons first. Yep. yep. That's not Okay. One vote to Stephen May. He had his critics, Stephen May, didn't he, last year? Came back to Melbourne a bit unfit. He's putting together now an outstanding year. He's one of the reasons Melbourne have improved and he had a really good game up in Darwin against the Saints. Poor old Max King, young Max King, couldn't get near it. Uh, two, to the, two to the Adelaide Crows. You know, people were saying they wouldn't win a game in the season. They set themselves for that game and it was great to see Matty Nix get his first game as coach. He's the first, uh, first career win that he's had against Alastair Clarkson. He's the only coach who's ever had their first career win against huh. Clarko. And three to Paddy Dangerfield. Six goals down at quarter time. He came out in the second quarter against the Dogs, ripped the game apart. 19 contested possessions. He was outstanding. I gave one vote to Christian Petrarca. I thought going forward to be able to kick four goals in a low-scoring game, he was the difference why they won that game and they didn't have a loss next to their name. Taylor Adams only had seven or eight disposals in the first half. Carlton were all over the top of Collingwood. Somebody needed to stand up, and his second half was extraordinary. He's run from stoppages, his toughness. Um, I mean, Penderbury is important to him, but he is just as important to that midfield. And I gave three votes to Joe Danaher. I thought, what a return it was. I mean, bums on seats. I, I watched the game just for see Joe Danaher, and he didn't disappoint, took big marks, kicked good goals. It's exciting to see the big fella back. Now, we're just having a look at the worst leaderboard before we get in there because the, the Crows are on eight, Seal side bottom six, Collingwood five, the umpires on five. Is that going to change this week, Richo? Uh, I don't know, but I gave one vote, and this scares me to do this because he's a scary man, and when you see him in person, he's he's a big man, isn't he, the big Roo, Mark Michelle. Oh, yeah, Michelle. yeah. I love him, the Roo, but he commented on Charlie Dixon and... Charlie Dixon, you know, should be traded as trade rumours, blah, 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 on radio. Uh, Charlie Dixon signed a two-year deal with Port Adelaide about yeah. three days after Big Roo said I feel like that Roo this year, hasn't he? He yeah. has. Something probably needs to change in that I just reckon when you're a director of another club, you've got to be a little bit careful there. So one to Big Roo, uh, hopefully he doesn't see this. Uh, two to Carlton Footy Club, didn't kick a goal in the second half. 
uh, of a game of footy. It's been 18 years since they were goalless in a half of football, and it was a pretty big game. I thought they could beat Collingwood at half time. Didn't give a yelp in the second half, and three to the Hawthorne Footy Club. They were poor. They'd, Crows haven't won a game all year. I know they're, they're uh, going into a rebuild phase, but they're better than that, and they just had a really ordinary game. We have one vote to Dan Andrews. Yay! Why? Just because Take I can. Take it, Dan. And because I'm annoyed with him and the fact that all of a sudden he stopped wearing his North Face jacket at the press conference. There's no other reason than we're in lockdown. I'm a bit upset about it, Matt, and I want to give him a vote. <laughs> he deserves it. Fair enough. Him. He's lucky he didn't get three. He should have got three. I'm going to give two votes to... Hawthorne Footy Club. They Ooh. lost to Adelaide. Uh, first of all, they lost to Essendon after being six goals up. And then they lost to a side that hasn't lost yet this year. And I think they've lost their identity a bit. And I gave three votes to North Melbourne. Not only their performance against Gold Coast was well subpar, but to allow their number one recruit, who they're paying 700 grand a year, Jared Polak, to run around in a practice match in another yeah. jump up, I, I think it's just weird. That was that's bizarre. You know what? That, that's a good point about because they got exactly what they recruited. They yeah. wanted a player that could come in, win the ball on the outside, a good user of the ball, and that's what he's And been. the game after he got dropped, the game before he got he had 25 and kicked a goal. So it was not like he'd had an absolute stinker uh, going back. But, uh, look, I, I, I don't understand where they're at with Jared Pollock. Is that an AFL first, what he did? You can't recruit a player and then recruit them for a reason, then get them there and then expect them to be a totally and, different what player. What are they paying him? They're paying him 800k a year, aren't they? Yeah, seven to eight. It's big. But how about that? Him playing for another club in a practice is that? Unheard Look, you of? want to get the. Oh, it's um, happening. Is it? You want so to get. To. You want to get the, the the match practice in, but just the optics. We use the word optics a yeah, few times. It's just bad. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's a new word in the internet. <laughs> All right. So the best leaderboard remains unchanged. Lockie Neal on top. The Hawks very quickly. They just go from zero to five votes. Puts them in Dan third Dan. position. Dan Andrews goes up from three to. Four votes. I'll tell you what, there. if something doesn't happen on Sunday, there might be some votes next week. Hey, uh, let's have a look at a couple of games. We're a bit light on for, for quality games. Last week was the opposite. We had a... Well, it's a tight round, isn't it? We're games. squeezing a round into That's right. So we're going to look days. at Brisbane versus Collingwood here. Brisbane $1.45. The Pies $2.75. Who wins this one, Brownie? Uh, I think Brisbane win this one, Hum. I like them at the line. I think they can cover the line against Collingwood. Collingwood have got a good record against them, but I like the 10-day break that the Lions have had. Collingwood have won their last six games against Brisbane at the Gabba. Uh, I just think Brisbane. They don't lose at the Gabba, mm. and I think they've had a long break and they're, the, they're a fast-starting team, so I think they'll come out. I think they'll have a good first quarter, and it might be just too much for Collingwood. Western Bulldogs versus West Coast. Interesting game here. The Bulldogs $2.20. West Coast, the best back side by a mile. 80% of the cash. They're $1.65. Where, 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 where do you get those stats from? 80% of the cash. Because I look at the book beforehand, Randy. <laughs> what, do you think I just make it up? Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> I think the Western Bulldogs are a huge chance to upset Why? here. Why? Just because I like their run and carry game and you are very big on the fact that if you can move the ball quickly against West Coast, mm. then they're in some trouble, which I think the dogs do, whether they can do it for four quarters or not. But at that price, they're the outsiders. I'm prepared to find out. They can win if they keep West Coast uncontested marks down. If West Coast have over 80 marks, they'll win the game. Look at the Richmond game. They only had 46 marks. Richmond won. They haven't played good footy when they go to Queensland, though. Something yeah, going have, on there. I'm going to give them another chance, the Eagles. I think 
I think they're still a good enough team to beat the Dogs. Hey, it's been a while between drinks at one of our multis saluted. My leg got up last week. I'm pretty sure yours did not. Are you having one this week? All funds going to a footy club. Yeah, I'll take... Um, I think we... <laughs> no one's, no one's going to be able to go on a footy trip, huh? When you launch it. When we launch it. No, we're, we're still just... Where are they going to go on their footy trip? Well, it, it might go to improve the rooms or buy some Sharon's or something like that. It will go yeah. to a footy club. We've got yeah. 550 bucks in the kitty, I think, at the moment. It'll buy four Sharon's. That. It will. Well, you can actually get Sharon. I saw a story the other day. There's a guy flogging old, like for Sharon's that they'd use for local footy. Yeah, yeah. He's selling them for the cheap. Okay, so Google right, I'm going to take the Giants at the line against the Blues. The line's ten and a half. All right. Just let me prop that one in. I'll take Lockie Neal, 25 plus. All right, G. I'll work this out after. We'll add it in post. I'm not very quick at adding them in. But that will be about... <laughs> oh. <laughs> We might scrap the multi-segment. <laughs> hey, all right, Arthur Thurgood's next. <laughs> oh, the greatest stinger ever made on this television you show. You've made it when you've got a sting of your own. <laughs> I know I've made it when I cut in the whisper. Come on, hurry up. I've got to race at Ipswich. Do you? In 18 minutes. I'm going to have a pump today. Oh, yeah. Nice Thursday. It's How'd you go yesterday? Sure. It was a bad day yesterday, but... <laughs> That's why if you bet responsibly, it doesn't matter because it's just a or bit just, of fun and you can yeah, um, do it the next day. Win. All right, a couple of hypotheticals coming up. And then I've got a question about uh, that, that might just test our character here because it came to me during the week. Would you rather wake up in the middle of an unknown desert or wake up in a rowboat of an unknown body of water? Oh, gee, that's tough. Yeah, isn't it? Didn't we do this one last week? No. no. Um, I hate water. I hate if- Nothing scares me more than being out in water and not being able to see land. Really? So if I woke up in a little rowboat in the middle of water and I yeah. couldn't see land, I'm starting to panic in a big way. So I'm, I'm taking the desert. You, you would take the big I'm taking the desert. At least I can try and walk out of the desert. Yeah. I can't swim. I'm not, I'm not swimming out of the ocean. So for, and you all can, the, for all the reasons he mentioned, pretty, pretty solid reasons. I think desert. Because you might be able to find water in the if desert you, as well. Have you ever been to Tassie on the boat, the Spirit of Tasmania? No. I, just go out there in the middle of the night when you're halfway across Bass Strait and just look down into that dark water. If you want to wake up down there, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> thought about that a fair bit. Would you, rather, would you rather sell all of your possessions or sell one of your organs? No, all my possessions. You can always buy new possessions, but it's hard that's to buy houses, organs. That's everything. Oh, houses. But you don't, get house to, you don't get to I'd, keep the cash. I would, I would give everything up to keep my organs. Yeah, it's hard to go and buy new organs. No, you could get rid of your spleen. I'll give Is that me, an organ? I'll give my kidney away. That's fine. Yeah. No, I'm happy to start To be honest, again. I don't own much, so it's, I probably would just give away everything. Um, would you rather well, wake can up... Can I have your house in Northcote then? <laughs> can I have the, I'll have the TCL. Would you rather wake up each morning to find that a random animal appendage has, been, has replaced your non-dominant arm or permanently <laughs> replace your bottom half with an animal bottom of your choice? Bottom, animal, what, yeah, legs, like half, animal legs. Yeah. yeah, I'd have an animal bottom, I think. Yeah, I'd be a, a, a matador. I'd take... What's a horse? Is a matador? So you'd have four legs. It's a bull, I think, isn't it? No, the, what's the... If you're a half human, half horse, you're called a matador, I think. I'd go that. You're not a matador. Matador's the... What's a matador, then? Matador's the... Aren't they, what, five bulls in Spain? And you got oh. real problems. You know what I'd... <laughs> I do. I'd take, uh, I'd take some ostrich legs. I'd be fast. I'd play sport. I'd be nice and quick. I'd be a bird. You've already I'd got take... ostrich legs. <laughs> 
your legs are really skinny, man. No different then, wouldn't I? Be a kangaroo. Kangaroo your heritage. No, I don't. No, no, I don't want to jump everywhere. What about bird? Take bird legs and fly. No, they don't fly with their legs. Fly with their wings. I'm going real well. He went to private school. We had this discussion before we got yeah, on here today. Are you going to send your kids to private school? And we both said, that's a lot of money and you there's know, the result. You know what we both said? You always, you also need to wait and see where your kids are going in yeah. life. Yeah. Now, if, my, if one of my daughters wants to head towards more an arty side of things, I'm not sending her to a private school, yeah. I don't reckon. Or a trade. Whereas you, your parents so probably proud. should My have, parents are ropeable. They sent me to They probably should have uh, worked out it wasn't. PR at a bidding agency. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what would chairs look like if our knees bent the other way? Oh. Well, they you wouldn't have legs on them. You'd just have it sitting straight on the ground. I'm trying to think. You wouldn't need legs on chairs. Why? Well, if your legs bent the other way, up that way, <laughs> you don't need to have legs on chairs. Yeah. Good point, Matt. Silly question. Uh, you, find, you find a book, right, and begin to read it and you discover it's about your life. Now, you get to the point that is right now. Do you turn the page knowing that you will not be able to change the events to come? No, I wouldn't turn the page. I'll live in the now. You've got to live in the now. I'd turn the page to see if I could get some race results. <laughs> in in the book? Yeah. Like, you know, there might be a day about Cup Day and I can see who won the Melbourne Cup. That's a big... It's a risky turn of a page, though. Yeah, right. I'm happy to take that risk. Would you? Yeah. I'd read it. You've got to live in the now. Now, just this is the last one. This is a hypothetical, but this is a judge of your character because my character was brought into question by Nathan Brown. People, we work in an office, right? And what happens is, you know, if you've got school kids and they get the fundraising chocolates and the parents, yeah. you know, and you went to go door to door and, and sell them. But what some lazy For the Lions Club or something like that. Yeah. What yeah, some yeah. lazy parents will do is just bring the chocolates into the office, dump them on the bench and just expect people to take them and put cash in. But this doesn't give you the right to then take the chocolate and not pay for it because they've been lazy. Yes, it does. No, it They're doesn't. giving me chocolates. and But you said that I'm stealing from charity. I'm not stealing well, from charity. You'd be stealing from one of your co-workers. I'm stealing from a colleague who, because the, the idea being that the colleague would reimburse the full amount yeah. to give to the charity. I've got to admit, I've done something similar. My dad had a furniture removaling business and at the, he was in the Lions Club at the front of his office where the reception was. He had the Lions mints there. Mm. And I used to go and work there at school holidays. I'd never paid for one pack of Lions mints. <laughs> Because I knew me old man. Have you ever stolen from one of those? Because you would get them. He has 100%. No. Yes, no. you have, so. <laughs> Thou shalt not steal, Richard. <laughs> the good Catholic boy, Nathan Brown. Hey. All right, that is going to do us for this week. I might put through normal bananas that are oh. like real. Oh, the red tip bananas. The, the better bananas. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. That's, okay. that's not your fault. That's a faulty system of payment. Yeah, correct. Exactly. All right, that will do us this week. Good luck on the punt this weekend. If you're in Victoria... Try and have some fun this weekend. Have a smile. Get outside. Have a beer. Most importantly, gamble responsibly.